Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. And joining us on the line is our Member of Parliament, Terry Dowdle. Terry, great to have you back in the riding. Five weeks in the big house. How you feeling? Well, I can tell you it is always wonderful to be back home uh, and back in the riding and an opportunity to see so many people and uh, talk to yourself. I look forward to this every month and I just want to give a quick shout out because I was in Ottawa so long I didn't get the opportunity to be here for all of it but I got to tell you those Collingwood Blues had an amazing run and uh, certainly so proud of them I have their jersey in my uh, (laughs) office in Ottawa proudly whenever anyone comes in to see and uh, really excited they have a parade this weekend I want to do a shout out about that and I hope the whole community comes out to support them because what a fantastic year they had and uh, what a great team and look forward to to the future what they're doing they certainly have a great organization right from the uh, the ownership down so coaching staff so looking forward to that and I'm also home this weekend as you know another mm-hmm. big event we have we have on uh, on Sunday is the uh, is the uh, the hike and bike uh, for the hospice so looking forward to that as well and I believe one of your own is is there I'm seeing it again so yep. it'll be a good event so I hope a lot of people get out uh, it's a great opportunity to uh, to get some exercise and see a lot of your na- friends and neighbors and Definitely an awesome, an awesome cause. Yeah, a busy weekend ahead, and uh, we're very excited to be a part of all of that stuff. If you want details on all those things, by the way, you can just go to our events page at thepeakfm.com. Uh, Terry, Perfect. we've been hearing lots in the news about uh, potential tampering or the accusation of tampering in Canadian elections from the Chinese government. Uh, it's causing all kinds of stirs on many levels. Uh, lots of folks calling for a national inquest. It's been handed over to David Johnson to kind of look after. How, how do you think the government's handling all this? Well, I, I'm I'm quite concerned, actually, John, uh, about about uh, the details. As you know, I, it's been it's been said that uh, there has been tampering uh, in in some of the in some of the writings. It wouldn't change the overall election, uh, you know, who formed the government from the sounds of. But there's enough writings that certainly uh, there they did, and and that's unfortunate. It's certainly changing it, and then uh, just the way that they're going about it, handling it. We we think, and and actually all the parties did think that we should have a public inquiry. We need to know exactly what is going on, what what degree of of tampering is going on in our election process because we're fortunate to be in a country democratic society that uh, allows people to vote and we hope that those you know everyone feels free to vote and there's no pressure from foreign countries not to vote so uh you know david johnson certainly i want to preface this and say is a is a a great man and and a wonderful man but there are um definitely some some concerns uh you know as to how close they that he is with with the actual uh, Trudeau family and, and that, and I think any of those questions come to light um, uh, as to why. So the NDP and and, uh, and ourselves and, and the Bloc all wanted a public inquiry, so we're still hoping that the NDP will stick uh, with their conviction, convictions because we need to see it. We need to be able to find out why it is that, you know, these organizations like, uh, you know, CSIS, why are there leaks? Uh, somewhat, obviously, they think it's, important enough that the public should know about these and uh you know we this is this is going back for from a few years ago so there's no clarity um as to as to what it all details and and for us to go in and and see it and not be able to speak anything about it and say everything is fine probably isn't what the canadians want to see or what most people want to see is exactly what where we're at we all know that there's going to be some um security things that breaches that you won't want to talk about in general but uh, I, I think the public needs to know a lot more. There's some questions 
Um, certainly, I'm hearing a lot in, in my office, emails, uh, certainly, and phone calls as well. People wanting to know exactly what what happened, why it happened, and uh, I think we need to get to the bottom. And the inquiry, as far as I'm concerned, is the best way that we'll we'll hear everything, and then all parties will know exactly what's going on. And at the end of the day, we have to make sure we protect our, our democracy, and that's that's really the most important part of our country, and makes it what 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 it is today and and continue to be. So we want to make sure that we get all the information and the way it is right now, I I don't think that's really what's happening. It's almost like there's nothing to see here. Uh, Go ahead and and continue doing what we're doing. But obviously, like I said, with these leaks, uh, it's not good. I'm I'm happy that ENSICOP is going to, uh, um, you know, that's the uh, parliamentary, it's a National Security Intelligence Committee of Parliamentarians, uh, and we have two members on that committee. We'll, We'll hear um, a lot of the details, but uh, for us, our leader, and I know the, the block leader, uh, they want to be able, the ability to speak more about it and not to be, uh, you know, closed, closed-lipped about the whole thing. So, What do you say to the rhetoric that... Hope the NDP co- we, we hope the NDP comes on side and we'll find that out. What about those who are saying that, you know, we, you can't talk about it, you can't make this public request because this is talking about our own security and we're, we're, we could be unveiling issues that we don't want in... in in the global sphere, because it's it's about our homeland security. Well, I think I think all parties are, are the mindset. If there's something that's that sensitive, uh, that would be that would have to be protected. Like everything wouldn't be there. But I think just to um, just come in to say you're not going to say anything and bringing bringing people in uh, is probably not the way to go because there will be some things that that can be spoken to. So uh, mm-hmm. it'd be like a, from a municipal perspective, and when they go on camera, there's certain reasons they can go on camera. Um, to protect the municipalities, which you know you do for legal or whatever, there's there's quite a few different reasons. But to to go in and say you're not allowed to say anything about this whole ordeal um, is is the disturbing part, and I think that's what we want to see. And like I said earlier, obviously there's concerns from some of these organizations uh, if they're leaking this information. Uh, I believe I'm not sure, but I think the last time we talked, uh, the federal government workers were still on strike, and that was just about wrapping up. Uh, now that they're back, uh, are, are things back on track? From what you can see, are, are you know, are things like passports and 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 taxes and stuff? Are we caught up? Well, it took a, a little while. As soon as they signed the deal, they they got back to work, which was good. Um, but for the most part, yes. I, I you know what? I'm, I'm happy to report that passports are somewhat uh, back in line, so that people have the opportunity to get in, and, and the turnaround time is you know four weeks or so. Uh, that's fantastic. So no, it is is it's better. It's better for the individuals. It's better for my office too, because a lot of people um, are you know get frustrated. They they need it right away, and and if there's an emergency. And they need their passports. Uh, there are opportunities that you can get it even quicker if you're willing to uh, get all the paperwork done. Have come to my office, get it looked over quick. And if you're willing to to drive down to the to the locations, uh, you know, in the north end of Toronto, uh, then you can get it even a lot quicker. So we're happy. Uh, it, it seems to be a lot better than it was, and and hopefully we won't have that for a long period of time because it was extremely frustrating for everyone. Terry, we're getting lots of reports of across Canada that emergency rooms, uh, lineups, uh, the, the situation, that overcrowding, uh, the dire situation we're having in our healthcare systems across the nation. Although we know it's a, a provincial concern, uh, with it being so widespread across the nation and being such an important issue, do you think it's time for the federal government to step in on some of this? Well, I think uh, I, I think basically what we need to do is, uh, you know, you preface that with the Ontario government that uh, is basically in charge of running. We we finance uh, with, through health transfers. 
I, I, I think those health transfers are probably not, not enough and, and haven't been for quite some time. And, uh, there's a lot of issues to it. It's the money side of it, but there's also just, uh, um, you know, availability of employees and, and those trained to, to do the job. So it's a, it's a huge problem that the, that the province is facing. I would, I would say that, uh, I think, you know, the federal government receives the majority of the, the tax dollars over 50, 50 cents on a dollar over, uh, I think that, you know, for us, healthcare is number one. And I've seen the government, like the current budget is an example, which frustrates me is that, uh, you know, we're spending more money, but not more on interest payments than we are. It's almost equal, uh, to those, uh, of the health transfer. So, um, I think we need to get our, our overall spending in order, but I think it's just prioritizing what, what needs. And, and I know that, uh, certainly from a healthcare perspective, we all use it all, all demographics from, from newborns to, to the end of life. It's, it's something that we all use and, and definitely they're, they need more support. There's no doubt about that, uh, as an organization. And, and that helps all Canadians stay healthy. So I think, uh, from a government's perspective, I, I think we might have to prioritize it and healthcare should be, uh, perhaps the funding model should be should be different to, mm. to improve on that. But but that being said, I don't know if we have too many governments actually in the in the operations in the operating rooms. I, I don't know if it would just be more red tape that right. uh, uh, might might actually not help to the extent that people want. But I, I think anyway that we can help. Um, you know, from a financial perspective, uh, needs to be looked at just because it is it is a big problem. And certainly in our area, they, they do a fantastic job in both the hospitals and my in my writing here, but, uh, yeah, they're under a lot of pressure. And, and like I said, a lot of it is, is just, uh, employee fatigue or, or just no opportunity to, uh, just not enough employees in general. So there's, there's a major, major problem where, where certainly the population is expanding and, uh, we're not growing to the same extent on, on key, you know, infrastructure and, and probably the most important of those, it would be healthcare. Terry Dowdle is our member of Parliament for Simcoe Gray. Terry, always a pleasure to have a chat with you here on Talk of the Town. Great to uh, chat with you, and I hope to see lots of people this weekend. Get out and support your town. John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak.